the college baseball experience world series finals episode on the sports gambling podcast network is presented by win bet bet $50 at win bet and get two hundred dollars in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com. That's W-Y-N-N-Bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. You already play fantasy on Sleeper, but now you can win cold hard cash with their brand new over under game. Just head to sleeper.com slash SGP on your phone to join the SGPN group and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to a hundred dollars. That's sleeper.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by us. Yes, the SGPN app is live in the App Store and Google Play Store. It is free to download, and it is your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. So grab that thing today and let it ride. Hey, this is Eric Metcalf. You're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. Colby swinging database dad, AKA pick done D that's not a pick. This is a pick. Nobody knows nothing. Somebody knows double the price, but no one touches Dundee. <laughs> we got here. We got here and it has been a blast. I am joined by my co-host, the heartbeat. The heartbeat, the heart and soul. All right, he's the James Brown of this whole movement here. Give it up for SGPN contributor, host of the College Baseball Experience, Noah Beanick. How you doing, Noah? What's going on, Colby? Doing pretty well myself. Um, ready to get into this whole College World Series Finals preview because, unfortunately, uh, the daily podcasts have to come to an end. Um, I have to attend a wedding this weekend, so I'm not going to be available to make these solo podcasts anymore. It happens to us, you know. I've had—I uh, was just telling you a story off air of me. Uh, I had tickets to the World Cup in Rio de Janeiro, and my brother called and said, "Colby, we need you to be the best man." In and and I, I'm getting married in Michigan, which no disrespect to Michigan, because I actually do enjoy. Uh, well, he, my brother got married on Mackinac Island, but uh, I do enjoy the whole state of Michigan. I've been all over Michigan, so. Uh, but at the same time, I think I, you know, it was a tough. It was a tough thing to deal with. I knew I had to be in the wedding. Rio de Janeiro was calling, but at the same time, you know, at the end of the day, you got to be there for your brother's wedding or your family's wedding, whatever it is. I get it, buddy. Um, so uh, yeah, you're, you're like Nick. I've had this plan for three years, and <laughs> he, he he had it planned for one. And it's like, oh man, Nick's like I've had this plan my whole life, right? <laughs> He's like I wanted to get married, you asshole. All right, I didn't tell him until afterwards, I believe. So I was a gentleman there, and uh, yeah, I'm sure things. Well, look, if I went to Rio, Rio de Janeiro, maybe I would have gotten kidnapped or something. Who knows? All right, <laughs> um, but. Uh, here we are, buddy. Uh, so let's we'll, we'll do it all in this episode. I'm excited for that, and we got games going all weekend, really. Yep. So what do you make of it? I know 
I can rejoice. Let me uh, find some type of. Uh, let me let me uh, just do this. Texas Longhorns. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> uh, the first team gone. <laughs> goodbye. Enjoy Arch Forehead Manning. All right. Um, but here you we are. Him, you don't call him Five Head. Yeah, like five head. Four. I call him lawn chair Manning. Well, I don't know about Arch. I haven't seen enough of him yet to, to for him to own that. Arch title. looks like he can move a little bit. Yeah, he does. He does. Uh buddy, what do you make of uh of this wild, wild event that we get every year that's just amazing? I, I've kept up with the jello shot uh challenge. Stand, <laughs> you know, uh, it's been a lot of fun. And you kind of have Cinderella here. With uh, you know the, the old Miss Rebels, right? Yeah. So, I mean, I'll start off with this: the Jello shot thing, the competition between all the fan bases at Rocco's Pizza in Omaha, is probably been the most exciting thing about this year's College World Series because we've had a, f- a few blowouts. I, I want to say we had eleven games finish by more than a margin of four runs. So, not like fun games, but it's always fun in Omaha with the experience and stuff. Um, but I'd say the story of both teams getting to the championship series is they're starting pitching. Uh, they've been phenomenal to get here and both of these teams had to do it on the road. And that was the whole handicap throughout the whole season is you want a team that's going to host throughout the NCAA tournament to get the Omaha. Well, you look at Oklahoma, they were dealt what I thought was just a gauntlet of a first regional with at Gainesville with Florida hosting. And then the three seed was Liberty who had one of the best pitching staffs in the country. And then the four seed was central Michigan who I thought had a real chance to get out of that regional. And then they go on the road to Virginia tech who we both had winning this whole thing. Cause we thought that they were one of the best all around teams with a good pitching staff all the way through to the back end of their bullpen. And they went in and dropped, 25 runs in three games on the Hokies. And then you look at the other side with Ole Miss. First off, who let Ole Miss into this tournament? Because I feel like we've always have this thing with college basketball and it's happened in two of the last three years of college baseball that one of the teams from the first four, or I mean, not the first four, technically the first four, one of the teams from the last four end of the tournament have made it to the college world series finals. My Michigan team did it in 2019 and then this old Miss team, which I, I think was the 64th team into the field, they're now in, in the final. And yeah. we, we talk about this as like a team that didn't deserve it just gets hot, man. Well, you see that, uh, I mean, in all realms, um, you see it in, in, I mean, that's why we've lobbied for a long time that college football, the, the invitational should actually have a playoff and, and give, give teams the chance. And look at this final. You have Oklahoma and Ole Miss. They're two huge fan bases, and they wouldn't their ratings wouldn't hurt in college football. Yeah, no, I I, I can't stand some of these people that that uh, defend the saying. Well, there'd be so many blowouts. Well, well, first off, I don't I, I don't even know that, that that would be true. And when you look at uh, at, I mean, there's so many teams. The Baltimore Ravens. Look at the NFL. I mean, the the, the NFL. They had Cincinnati, who was projected to win two games this year, and they went on to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, what? The, I think the '98 Broncos were a wild card team. The 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 2008 Giants, the 2001 Ravens, the 2006 Steelers. 
the I think one of the Packers teams was uh, even Brady. Brady with the with the Bucks. Yeah. So I mean, you see and it all the time. I think what's also comparable for this Oklahoma team is, is they were um, expected to be like good this preseason. Then they come out and they lose all three games in Houston in the Shriners Classic. And they kind of looked like North Carolina basketball where they got hot the month before the season ended and they carried it all the way through the tournament. And now they're in the final. A hundred percent. You see it all the time in college football, a team that closes the season really well. I think one of those Penn state teams a few years ago that beat Ohio state yeah, and uh, won the big 10 championship, but were deprived of the playoffs because they lost a pit in week one. Uh, I, I feel like that's ridiculous. I mean, they're a completely different team by, by then. That's why we need to open this thing up, but you're seeing it here in college baseball. I don't want to make it all about college football and why they should expand, which is a no brainer. But um, here we are with uh, you know, a future sec matchup going on in the finals here. Uh, I mean, so looking back, my bracket's terrible. <laughs> Minus two. Yeah. Uh, both of us are done. Yeah, my brackets tear. I had Arkansas going deep. If Arkansas would have would have beat Ole Miss, well, no, I had Grand Canyon coming out of there. But right after Grand Canyon didn't win, I put the future on Arkansas. So that was a heartbreaker. Yeah. So if Arkansas just would have won and took care of business, we'd be looking all right. We'd be saying, "Hey, that's why you roll with Dundee." But look, we still made you money. All right, throughout the yeah. you know my, my East Carolina, my UConn play for one of those games. Hit. Yeah, we had eleven of the fifteen podcasts made money. There you so. go. See, that's why. That's why you go to the land down under to hang out with Noah Beanick and pick Dundee. All right, dude. So let's. Uh, we Just got a couple of men at work. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's a very Top Gun volleyball 1986 feel to that. To that statement. I still need to see that movie, but the original, no, no, I've seen the original. I uh, want to see talking the, the original where there's a scene. If you go back and watch it now, now, Noah, I know you're much younger than me, but <laughs> it was questionable. Like when you go back and watch, like in the eighties, that didn't even seem ridiculous to, to us. Right. I feel like anyone like five years after the eighties, would watch Top Gun and say, that's a weird scene. The volleyball scene just seems like these guys love each other so much. It's, it's a little <laughs> over the top. So uh, that's why I was playing on that. But uh, all, like, all guys enjoy competition. I would say. <laughs> I, and, and I got it. There is a football scene in the new one. So they are playing some okay. football. They've moved vo- from volleyball, moved on from volleyball to football. Check out the new Top Gun. It's hilarious. Look, Saturday. Saturday, Saturday, Saturday. I mean, I, I'm loving this because I got the USFL playoffs. Subscribe to the USFL Gambling Podcast, and you got Game One, uh, 3 p.m. on the West, 6 p.m. on the East. Oklahoma, Ole Miss. What are you thinking here, Noah? As I pull up the odds for the game. So I'm projecting that. Jake Bennett, the ace for Oklahoma gets the start here. And this is kind of the advantage you get when you only play three games to get in the finals. Uh, Ole Miss had to play four and had to, they lost the game. They went three and one to get here. Ole Miss, they went three and oh, right through their bracket. Like it was hot butter and you get your ace who started game one for you last Thursday. He's on full rest after 92 pitches against 
Texas A&M. He threw six innings. He gave up five hits, only four runs. He had three strikeouts and zero walks. Texas A&M's offense was very good throughout the tournament and worked his count pretty well. And he had to get out of there in six. And then the Aggies were able to put up a good fight against who I believe to be a weaker bullpen. Uh, they actually brought out their number two starter, David Stanland, when they were up eight runs in that game uh, because I don't think they have another guy in this bullpen other than Trevin Michael. And they didn't have to really test that bullpen because their offense was doing all the work, giving them leads, and their starting pitching was incredible. And that was the same for both teams here because I think uh, Ole Miss is going to end up starting Hunter Elliott here. He's on four days, which is MLB rest. He threw 100 pitches against Arkansas. He went 6.1 innings, only gave up six hits, one earned run with four strikeouts and two walks. And this kid's a true freshman. Uh, the moment did not um, overcome him one bit. Uh, and he's been good throughout the whole postseason. He had a stellar outing against Southern Miss as well in the Super Regionals. Um, and he pitched very well against Miami in the Regional as well. So this kid has been amazing for Ole Miss. And their ace, Dylan Delusha just had a 112-pitch outing yesterday on Thursday and he would only be on three days rest come game three. So it would be a push to start him at all in this series. Um, but with the title on the line, you probably have to, but just knowing that off the fact, I'd say Oklahoma has a little bit of an advantage, but let's get into some of these betting odds. Yeah, because I see it right now for game one. Uh, Oklahoma minus one and a half is the run line. At pl- they're getting, you can get that at plus one thirty-five. Uh, Ole Miss uh, plus one and a half at minus one fifty-five. The over/under set at eleven. The over actually at plus one hundred five on that on that eleven. The under at minus one twenty-five, and then the money line. Ole Miss plus one hundred. Oklahoma minus one twenty. So. Not a ton of action there, but I gotta ask you, game one, it seems like you're leaning Sooners, right? Game one, I'm actually gonna go with Ole Miss here. I think that uh, with Elliott on the mound, the Rebels are able to pull this one out, and the lefty is gonna be able to control some of these left-handed boppers in the old or the Oklahoma lineup. Um, one of them being. Uh, What's his name? He's got three home runs in this tournament. His name is uh, Jimmy Crooks. Um, I believe that's his name. He's the catcher. He's got like three tanks in this College World Series. Um, crushing right-handed pitching. And a lot of it's like hanging breaking balls and stuff like that. So I think that um, Elliott's going to be able to hinder this offense enough for Ole Miss to... Uh, for their, for their, their bats to kind of get warm again after this pitcher's duel that they've had over the last two games against Arkansas. They won a game 2-0 and they lost a game 3-2. So um, Ole Miss, they've been beating the crap out of some teams here in Omaha. Uh, I don't think they had a game closer than a four-run win margin. But um, yeah, I'm on Ole Miss here. I'm going to take the plus money. And that's kind of what's been this betting strategy for some people here. And I've gone a little bit further into like handicapping uh, the games, but I think both these teams are very even. And when you're getting plus money on Ole Miss, I'm not going to pass up on that because I think 
the betting underdogs have only lost three total games in this whole tournament so far. So that's where I'm going to be for game one is on oldness. Uh, and by the way, to win the futures, you can still get in on this old miss minus 125, Oklahoma plus 105. Uh, yeah. So you can have some fun there. You could also, they have the, the, the amount of games, you know, over uh, two and a half is minus one thirty. under two and a half plus one ten. I see an opportunity. Yeah. Are, are you seeing what I'm seeing too? Uh, I am. I, I see an opportunity to get in on the, on under two and a half. What do you think about I, that? What if Ole Miss wins both of these? So what if I walk you through this? This is what's sticking out to me is Oklahoma is the favorite in game one. Ole Miss is the favorite to win the entire series. Um, if Oklahoma was to win this first game, Ole Miss would have to win two in a row, and they're the favorite to win the series. And minus one twenty-five to win the series. So I think that this one is probably going game three. I don't have Ole Miss winning the first game. I, I think it goes Oklahoma's, uh, or I mean, I have Ole Miss winning the first game, and then I don't know. I'm c- giving away way too much of this podcast. <laughs> but if you look at it, it doesn't make sense. If you know what I mean, Oklahoma's favorite to win the game one. But Ole Miss is favored to win the series. Yes, yes. You're picking yes. up what I'm putting down. Okay. Yes. All right. Uh, so shop to your drop customers. We got a blue light special going on. All right. That's what that means. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, we're gonna talk uh, a couple of the other or the other potential two games. And uh, but before I do yeah, that, I'll I'll say this uh, plus one in hundred on Ole Miss is probably the bet. I'm leaning on the over over eleven. Um, We've seen Jake Bennett prone to giving up runs. And if Ole Miss is getting into this bullpen on Oklahoma's side and say Ole Miss jumps out to a three zero four zero lead, Ole Miss or Oklahoma's not going to bring out Trevin Michael. Uh, he's the only guy with a sub five ERA in this entire bullpen. He's got like a two six ERA. They're going to bring in a couple of other arms that they're not going to try to waste throughout the rest of the series. If there's a big deficit already, they'll try to let their offense work them back in and see if they can use Michael throughout the later half of the game. So I think if Ole Miss jumps out to an early lead, say three zero four zero, this toll goes over eleven. We're agreeing too much. I'm all over that, and I was thinking over before. I swear I had my mind made up before you spoke today. I know we disagreed on a lot. <clears throat> uh, Texas, uh, East Carolina, uh, and you got the better on that uh, by having a horseshoe in that ass of yours over there. Um, but, <laughs> but regardless, I, I was thinking Ole Miss, I was thinking over, um, but before I want to talk potentially the two other matchups here. Um, but before I do that, I want to tell us, uh, tell our listeners, I got to get us paid. The college baseball experience on the sports gambling podcast network is, is brought to you by win bet bet $50 at win bet and get $200 in free bets, bet big win bigger with win bet. Download the win bet app now or visit winbet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by sleeper. You already play fantasy on sleeper, but now you can win cold, hard cash with their over under game Just head to sleeper.com slash SGP on your phone to join the SGPN group and sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to a hundred dollars That sleeper.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by us. Yes. The SGPN app. Make sure you download that thing. You're home for all of our free picks and podcasts. So grab that thing today 
and let it ride. Uh, the college baseball experience is also brought to you by trade coffee. Yeah. You got to check this out because trade coffee connects customers to the freshest and best tasting coffee they've ever made at home by partnering with the country's best craft roasters. These are independent businesses from big cities and small towns. Trade customers are truly impactful for these independent roasters, often being the largest source of uh, new growth for them. Uh, you got to check it out. I mean, they, they, they select a coffee for you. They have a team of people that just sit there and taste thousands of coffees. What a job, right? Uh, so right now trade is offering new subscribers, a total of $30 off your first order. Plus free shipping. When you go to drinktrade.com slash SGP, that's more than 40 cups of coffee for free people. All right. Get started today by taking their quiz at uh, drinktrade.com slash SGP and let trade find a coffee that you'll love. That's drinktrade.com slash SGP for $30 off. And last but not least, we're also brought to you by IP Vanish. Did you know that browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Mm-hmm. That's right. Without added security, you might as well be giving away all your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP, and other prying eyes. That's why here at SGPN Studios, we uh, use IP Vanish VPN. It, 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 it's really incredible. It makes it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IP Vanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data. That means your private details, your emails, your passwords, your communications, your browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. Uh, IP Vanish makes you virtually invisible online. So go to IPVanish.com SGP and use the promo code SGP and claim 70% off your savings. That's IPVanish.com slash SGP. All right, we are back talking, talking college baseball finals. It's here, all right? And look. I know that chant, uh, you know, Patty Seacoast at the worst chant in sports, but. It's so generic. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I felt like, Hey, let's, let's, I never use this. It's been on the soundboard for a couple of years. I don't think I've ever used it. This was the opportunity to use it. Cause I do believe we will win game two though. Obviously we don't have the odds on it yet, but if old, if things shake out the way we are forecasting it, Noah with old miss winning game one and us cashing that over. Will the Sooners bite back or could there be blood in the water and could the rebels, you know, be victorious? I got them biting back. And if they still are daring enough to offer us, offer us a future to win the college world series, I would jump on Oklahoma before game two in game two. Ole Miss is only a two starter club. They, their third starter this year has been Derek diamond. He's four and four with a 689 ERA. That would be their third starter if they follow what they've done the whole year. Now, they didn't follow that in the College World Series. They went with John Gaddis, who's a reliever. He's three and two on the year with a 431 ERA. And in that game against Arkansas, Gaddis went five innings, gave up four hits, two earned runs, two walks, four strikeouts, and gave up two home runs. This Oklahoma team has been prone to hit the long ball in Omaha. I think whoever, whatever pitcher they face, there's going to be an advantage towards Oklahoma just because they have the better pitcher on the mound. And that's Cade Horton. This kid's come out of nowhere off of Tommy John surgery. Truly caught me by surprise because I 
bet against him in the Big 12 championship, taking Texas. Uh, bet against him in the Gainesville regional, taking Florida. I bet against him uh, in the Blacksburg Super Regional, taking Virginia Tech. This kid has defied the odds coming off of Tommy John surgery, throwing it's high like, 90s. It's like rookie of the year all over again. The movie rookie it of is. the year. <laughs> it is. He's defied the odds coming off of Tommy John surgery. And then against Notre Dame, I bet against him. I took the Irish. He threw six innings, gave up five hits, only gave up two runs. He had 11 strikeouts, only one walk. Um, this kid, I have to stop betting against him, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> uh, so in game two, I, I think that he goes out there and I, I'm, I'm daring him to just blow up the outing. Cause if, if that happens, I'll be so pissed, but this kid's been so good throughout the postseason that there, you can't bet against him right now because you've been and four. Like I have, if you followed me. So <laughs> with, with the Oklahoma offense, I think if they face diamond, who's the right hander, they're, this Oklahoma offense is very fast. They like to steal bases. He's got a high leg kick. This, uh, their catcher for Ole Miss, uh, is Hayden Dunhurst, who has a cannon, but he's not throwing a ton of guys out this year. Part of the reason, because a lot of their starters early in the season, they have high leg kicks. And you see that with Vanderbilt pitching too, like big power pitchers. Also Tennessee this year, like all of them throw, mid nineties and they have these wild, huge leg kicks to build the power and the velocity in their pitches. And it takes like an extra second or two. And this Oklahoma team's fast and they're led by their shortstop Peyton Graham, who has like 33 steals on the season this year. Um, and he's going to be a first round draft pick. Jesus Christ can't hit a curveball. <laughs> so I'm on Oklahoma, just to manufacture a good win here with a couple of, uh, hard, uh, hard work for runs here. I'm going to be on the under. I think that Ole Miss is going to have one of these games where they only score like two or three runs, home run dependent baseball against Cade Horton. So if the total for game one is 11, if we see this total open up at, at 12 without Jake Bennett, the ace for Oklahoma on the mound and with Ole Miss's number three or a bullpen guy starting, I think the, uh, the, Total will start at 12, 12 and a half. I'm going to be on the over here. Uh, you're making me rethink my ink on my, on my potential Ole Miss to win in two, but <laughs> I'm telling you this, I'm not going to stray from taking the rebels. There's something about this team. There's there something is. about this team that I've been watching. Um, but yeah, I mean the over, so the over in game two, if it's, if it's 12, you would go over. Yeah, I would go over 12 and a half too. A 13 is kind of pushing it, but um, I, I could see this game being like a an 8-6 eight, eight, final, 8-5 final. All right, so let's say that shakes out the way you are calling it, even though I, I'm tempted. If, if we think Ole Miss is going to win game one, I'm tempted to get in there and bet to win in two. But okay. um, I get it. I get your reasons. I'm just saying to me, blood and water momentum is a thing. We've seen it with them getting in the fucking tournament. You know what I mean? If, like if I were you and if you're out there trying to bet Ole Miss uh, to win, I would just take Ole Miss to win the series. Cause you got minus 125 on Ole Miss and the under two and a half is minus one thirty. Well, that's what I'm doing now. Cause you walked me off that cliff. I'm taking Ole Miss <laughs> to win in three. 
to win in three. Give me the rebels. What do you think though? Uh, that over under will be in, you know, I know we're hypothesizing everything here, but in game three. Yeah. So again, like this is uh, it, it's great. Like I love communicating with the guys on the Slack channel, join up our Slack. Cause we'll definitely be talking about games two and game three throughout the weekend. Um, it's not just me giving opinions on these games. There's a couple other guys in the channel and the channel's grown extremely well. We started out the season with eight people and we have 60 now. So that's amazing. And uh, I also got a ton of DMS on Twitter. I'm not afraid to respond to you guys on Twitter. Um, I, although I'll be busy, I'll probably just be on my phone the whole time during the wedding. So hit me <laughs> up if you want to, if you want to know something. Does anyone about have any anything to games. say about these two getting married? That's a home run. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, Peyton, Peyton Graham uh, bomb. But um, so yeah, just, just hit me up on Twitter. If you need to know something specific, like if a pitching change or uh, and a, a specific pitcher doesn't pitch on the day that we predict, go ahead. But yeah, we, uh, we are on Twitter, by the way, at, at TCE on SGPN. And then Noah Beenix personal account is uh 77 NB, which is uh, what the, the word 70. So S E V E N T Y then seven, then NB. Uh, yeah. Both accounts have done great throughout the postseason. Added a hundred followers thanks to you guys, and the uh, podcast is doing great as well. So, like, rate, review, subscribe to wherever you're listening to it. But uh, yeah, game three. Enough self promotion. Um, game three for Oklahoma. They're going to be starting David Sandlin, who literally just went out and balled out against the Texas A&M team that has been hitting so well throughout the College World Series. He put up 12 strikeouts of a full dozen and it was in seven innings of work. Only gave up five hits, one earned run, one walk. Uh, the one run was on a solo home run. He went seven and brought in Trevin Michael. And uh, again, Ole Miss just needs to dig into this bullpen. Sandlin does have a high ERA at 559. You can't let him get into a groove with his nasty curveball, he'll set you up early in the account or early in the count with a fastball, um, get it ahead. Oh, one Oh two. And then he breaks out this uncle Charlie. That's wicked. It's almost like a Charlie Morton curveball. But, um, I, this is what I'm going to say is Ole Miss has to start Dylan Delusia here, but he's coming off of a 112 outing or a 112 pitch outing only on three days rest. Even MLB pitchers don't do that. But if you're Mike Bianco and this is your 22nd year coaching, you've only been to Omaha twice and you've never won the national title. Are you going to be able to sleep at night for the next nine months without the season and say, if I were to start this kid that got me to Omaha, it could have been different because, and I think he's going to want to obviously, right? Yeah. The kid's going to want the ball for sure. And I'm thinking that if you're thinking, Hey, let's go with one of these guys, whether it's, uh, whether it's, um, John Gaddis or Derek diamond, whoever doesn't pitch in game two, um, if they go out and start game three, I think it's Oklahoma's game. Cause I think that the offense is going to jump out to an early lead three, zero, four, zero. That might even be enough to win the entire game for them. Um, 
because you bring in Dylan Delusion, you're down four runs. That doesn't do you any good. You got to start him. Make sure you can keep this Oklahoma offense at bay, and then bring in one of your better better arms from the bullpen, like a Josh Mallets, or a, <clears throat> maybe even you bring Hunter Elliott in after like a 80 pitch game one outing. Uh, we've seen it before where these teams get really desperate in game three with their pitching staff and they bring out the game one starter because he's the best guy that they have. Um, so that's when I think you get desperate. I don't think you save Dylan Delucia. You have to start him. So I would be on the under in game three personally, but I think that Oklahoma is going to be able to edge out game three as well. Uh, I get your reasoning, but there's something about a team of destiny. We're on a mission from God. And that's what they are when they barely get in the tournament. And, and, you know, you were shocked that they were in the tournament, but guess what? Ole Miss is going to get a chance to flush the toilet because they're, they're going to be example. Number one of saying nothing is over. Nothing. You just don't turn it off. You just don't turn it off. Give me the Ole Miss rebels to get it done. National championship. Uh, they're going to be partying down there in Oxford, Mississippi. Um, and uh, I'm taking them, man. I'm taking them. It might be, I was, I was going to try to say two, but I think I was getting ahead of myself. You walked me off that cliff. Ole Miss wins in three in a, in a barn burner. We get, I know there's been a lot of blowouts. We're going to get the best game of the tournament in the championship. That happens sometimes in basketball too, where like, you know, in certain years you'd be like, man, there wasn't a lot of buzzer beaters or there wasn't this or that many upsets. There wasn't a buzzer beater this year in March madness either. Yeah. And you get a great national championship game. Like we see Villa uh, or not Villanova, uh, uh, Kansas, Kansas come, came back, back from yeah. 15 down or something like yeah. that. So perhaps that's it. Give me old miss. So uh, you have, you have a Mississippi state or like a Mississippi state team, not Mississippi state, but yeah. Mississippi state won it last year. Ole Miss wins it this year, back to back from the Magnolia State. Oh, that's a great, that's a great rebuttal by Ole Miss and too. I know, like you need to, you need to respond like like that. After Mike, Mike Leach is a friend of the program. I'll have to, uh, I'll have to mention that if Ole Miss does say, yeah, hey, you got to return mean, the favor and beat them in the Egg Bowl. Leach would probably argue, but I think both of these schools, both those Mississippi schools, are baseball schools first. Um, both programs have had tons of success, but not a national title. Um, I I think it would be great to see Ole Miss win the game, uh, win the series. And you also have history on your side. Oklahoma's softball team won the Women's College World Series this year. And a team that has sent both the softball team and the baseball team to the national championship has never won the baseball national championship. The women's softball team has won it three of those times with, I think it was UCLA in 2011, Florida in 2012 and Oklahoma in 2022. And both UCLA and Florida lost the baseball national championship. So you have good history on your side. It's easy to see a tide turn. That's what, that's what Noah Beenix saying with his pick. So no, this year's the Oklahoma. first year. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, done, I'm, I'm done. Down no, 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 no. That's what I'm saying. You're going to break that record, right? Oh yeah, yeah. 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 It's easy to see a tide turn. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, what a great season this has been. Like I said, uh, like Noah said, uh, hit us up on Twitter. Uh, check out the Slack channel, Sports Gambling Podcast, and then you go into the uh, the college yeah, baseball. After college baseball season, you go right into college football season. I feel like um, that's college football season's already started, especially with this whole Arch Manning news. But uh, yeah, Colby's Colby's yeah. grinding 131 over there. 
Yeah, subscribe to the College Football Experience. We're gonna have Noah Beanick on talking some Michigan football. I know he's a Wolverine fan, but uh, you know uh, we are breaking down all 131 college football teams. A solo podcast and. If you're wondering, this is not the first year we've done this. We've been doing this for a long time. To quote Ric Flair. Uh, all right, folks. Well, subscribe. There's a reason why there's a thousand podcasts on that college football experience feed. Yeah, and and I'll be honest, man, that's not including when why when we started out on the network. So yeah. we would be probably like we'd probably be like at, at like sixteen hundred or something, fifteen hundred. I don't know, but. Subscribe to the college football and the college basketball and the college baseball experience. We break it down on all three platforms. Give us a five star review uh, on iTunes or Spotify, whatever, whatever. We're also, uh, you know, for the college football thing, we're on YouTube. Next year, this time, you're going to be able to watch the college baseball experience on YouTube. So let's grow this thing. Thanks to all those listeners. And uh, yeah, let's enjoy these. Uh, like I said, it, 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 let's enjoy this final weekend. Hopefully we get all three games. More, more sports is always the answer. No, yeah. then you think we got to worry about the safety. Ah, shut up. Let's play the games. All right. We want to see the games as a, as a guy that used to play Well, never play college baseball, but you know, I was always trying to play as many games as possible. All right. I want to watch as many games as possible. Yes, yes, exactly. Let's have some fun. So in a way, yeah. Now I wanted to go three. Let's go. Yeah, and Omaha wants it to go three too. They want another twenty five thousand in that stadium. Sell some more tickets. Exactly. And next time I'm in Omaha, I think now I certainly have to stop at uh, Rocco's Pizza or whatever the hell that is. (laughs) All right. I'm not even a I'm not even a Jello shot fan, but I mean, neither am I. I. I'll do one if I got if I'm in Omaha. All right. That's the deal. Uh, all right. Well, give us a follow on Twitter once again at TCE on SGPN. I'm on Twitter at the Colby D. Uh, Noah Beanick is on Twitter at 77NB. Give us all a follow. Also, follow the Sports Gambling Podcast at uh, the SGP Network. I think you'll really enjoy if you're an NFL fan. They're, go- they're, they're already doing deep dives, whether it's fantasy football, whether it's the offseason, moving forward, win totals. They got you covered on the sports gambling podcast. And then we have so many great platforms. I know Noah Beanick does a lot of great work with the MLB gambling podcast. Subscribe to them. Uh, the NBA season just ended, but maybe you're an NBA guy. And, and you know, the, the draft happened just, uh, just yesterday, subscribe to the NBA gambling podcast, subscribe to um, the, the, what's that? What were you gonna say? I- I'm also going to have a couple of at least one mock draft for the MLB. We'll see if there's any draft props on it, but I, I've already talked to the baseball editor and we're doing one for sure. There you go. There you go. Right there. Get the SGPN app. You'll have access to all of these articles and uh, yeah, uh, so many great golf. If you like golf, the golf gambling podcast is I think one of our best. Uh, I think it's really good too. Yeah. Capper's hilarious. Shout out to Boston (laughs) Capper. There's the soccer gambling podcast as that season heats up uh, or that season, that sport heats up because he covers so many of them. Uh, November, at, right? This yeah. Year? World cup this November. Uh, we have the MMA gambling podcast, the CFL gambling. You go on and on and on. Just get the SGPN app. You'll get access to all of it. NASCAR. Um, so uh, anyway, yeah. all right, folks, enjoy a awesome weekend. And uh, let's, let's hopeful. Let's, let's, let's hope for three games and, and, just high drama in each and every game. All right, folks, this is the college baseball experience. You better start thinking about yours, and we out of here. Run and shoot.